facing each other on mine. I don't know if we're facing each other in the. Uh, oh, are we not? The other side. Yeah. I think I may be facing Theo. Yeah, you are. You guys are facing <laughs> each other. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> uh, just so everyone's aware, we normally do have Chrono with the webcam, uh, but he updated Windows, and for whatever reason, it's not working. So. Yeah, it's uh, one of the one of the joys. Yeah. We, we like to joke that he's been you know pulling out the connectors on his camera as well so <laughs> but that's sadly not the case sadly uh this is much more of a uh windows Where software issue most likely these streams are always great why thank you uh, but happy to have you here awesome glad you have questions lined up it's not working so it's exciting um yeah, all right so i guess we might as well get started i uh, welcome everyone in the chat um welcome everyone uh, to another episode of audio files anonymous sadly um my name is andrew <laughs> and i am an audiophile <laughs> uh, i figure we should do that at some point hi guys i'm corona and i'm an audiophile <laughs> yeah. varying degrees you probably triggered somebody but that's okay <laughs> yeah i mean the it's kind of funny because like the term audiophile like brings with it a lot of negative connotation because of you just sort of assume certain things but mm -hmm. like like you know i mean in some of it is probably not too far from the truth like caring to the caring about the way that music sounds to a degree that nobody else does <laughs> rather than you know just listening to the music Somebody I don't know. Actually... I don't like the term audiophile. It sounds. I don't. I can't. I just. One, yeah. This is why. Right? A little it's... edgy. A little weird. There's Brings with things it that go along the... with it. Yeah. yeah. The, the pretension. The pretentiousness. That. You know... <laughs> it's like, oh, my audio system is better than yours, even if it is. <laughs> you know. I, what I think... defines better? Even just like being into audio. Like, there's something about that phrase that's uh, repellent. <laughs> um. I, I almost feel better just saying, yeah, I like headphones rather than, you know, I'm into audio because yeah. like I am into audio. That's the thing. I think we all are into making stuff sound good. You could say I like high end headphones. Yeah. And call it a day. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I think that you could say that about any, any niche or any hobby in general, right? Like what what's a camera file like, right? Or what's a... Uh, uh, there's probably a word for that, right? Like, no, uh, Marcello, where you at? Yeah, Marcello. I was gonna say cinephile, but that's not cinephile. it. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, like look at those, or even people that collect baseball cards, or even like uh, rabid <laughs> like uh, sports fans, or you know, what I mean, like. So I think in any any hobby that anyone has, or anything that someone pursues, there's gonna be that um that extreme <laughs> of anything, right? So I guess there's that too. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, on the flip side, I think way more people are probably audiophiles than are willing to admit. Yeah, that's <laughs> this also is why true. we have support groups like this one. <laughs> oh my god, this is why um, we're gonna get in trouble. We're going, we're going too deep into it. Actually, I, I mean, it raises a question that um, someone in uh, the comments, one of the comments for one of the videos we did recently, raised a good question about, um, you know, what point. It, does it become challenging for us to actually listen to the music? And we've talked about this in the past mm -hmm. because it's similar to that idea of like when you learn how to do like, you know, critical analysis or close reading of literature, it makes it difficult it's to actually false. enjoy, you know, reading because yeah. you're always doing it. And I think that's, you do have to kind of like flip, flip the switch back to not having the critical analysis kind of moment, you know, 
moment and mindset uh, to be able to really just get into your music again, rather than constantly scrutinizing, oh, I don't like where this little tiny thing is or this little, you know, level is. Um, but yeah, uh, I see a question here. Good day. Is the Sindara the best value for money on the market? Um, it depends what your, like, I mean, what, what your isn't there like, is, what's your, you know, like, isn't, isn't there like a, like, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say yes, but like, there's also the 6XX, which is great value. Mm -hmm. Now there's the 560S, which is great value. The 600 is still a great value. Well, I know, but that's not as, that's not as inexpensive as the 6XX, right? It's yeah. like still over what, $300, $400. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but they're kind of, I think they're different enough. Depends on what you're looking for. It might be yeah. better. But, but so people are, I'm, I was just going to say like, even before, like I, I'm ready to say that the K371 is like really, really good value as well. Right. Mm -hmm. Same with, um, isn't there like some Sony MDR? Uh, uh, yeah. There's one of the low, it's one of originals. or something. Yeah. I think that everybody's all about again, like, for... randomly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, somebody. I think when we went to uh, Canjam, there was like one randomly hiding behind like a bunch of stack mm -hmm. stuff. <laughs> it's like this is the best headphone of the show. You know, the problem is that value is also value itself is subjective. You'll make you, you totally. know you will come up with your own like your what own is value. value. Yeah, that's what I always value. say to people too. Yeah. What's your budget? What's your you know willingness to dive in? You know, that's that's the other thing. I think value is probably more subjective than sound because yeah. <laughs> like you know i don't even know what like for people who are like yeah i'm gonna drop a thousand dollars on this stuff well, yeah. Well, yeah and there's also then there's from... this then there's inconsistencies right because all like for example i personally would say oh yeah you know the hc 600 stuff for this and is a great value but i'll also say oh yeah the lcd2 is a great value and that's like yeah. a different price point then i'll say oh yeah the hc 100s is a fantastic value it's yeah. like it's true though and and if you like i'm inclined to agree on all of those counts yeah <laughs> like like hd100s it can compete with stuff that costs way more you know same with the lcd2 you know there's that there's the i mean that's why i called it hidden potential in the in the i've been saying this for uh how long it's been now seven yeah. months seven months since april i've been saying yeah. the lcd rocks it's remarkable how good that headphone is with with eq <laughs> that's, that's like that's a caveat that's the caveat yeah um mm. But actually, on the subject of the Sindarum, I should mention that Oratory just recently measured the new revision of the Sindara, and it does measure the same as the one that we posted up on the forum and in the review. So there were, I mean, this is, a, this is for me at least, this is a little bit of like, I don't want to say vindication because there wasn't exactly that much pushback, but because there were competing measurements and some of the measurements that existed out there, even from Oratory on the same system, were of the old Sindara. There was a bit of like, wait, do you just have like a unicorn version or something like that? And now that there's a new measurement of the new one out, that's that confirms essentially what we've been saying for a while. Um, Andrew's really that to happy bed. inside. I'm very happy inside. We can put that to bed basically, because now, now I don't have to deal with that question anymore. I can just point people to Oratory's measurement, and he can deal with it. <laughs> but yeah. Um, Let's see. Should we start taking some questions from the chat? We we do have some. I, I know I had some topics, but I figure we might as well just like jump into the chat. I see some question or some mention of the Empyrean. He's bought a clear and radiance and a radiance. 
Sold the Imperium, bought a clear and a Radiance. Well, Chronos probably pre-ordered pre-ordered the Radiance. I'm assuming. Chronos uh, listening to the Radiance right now. Yeah, um, I love a clear, but if I'm being honest, spoilers. I spoilers for the upcoming review of this weekend. I I personally take the Radiance over the clear. Yeah. uh, Well, yeah, I can see that. I I I, I wouldn't. I don't think I don't think I don't think think it performs as well but if i think which one i i enjoyed listening to the most mm. did i have to it worry about EQ, definitely more fun it was it was definitely the radiance mm-hmm. and which one is more useful it is also the radiance mm, yeah i would say and the radiance actually has surprisingly really good isolation for what it's um it for what it is it, it, it's it has better isolation than the stelia even so uh, yeah it's probably because you know the pads just kind of squish onto you because yes. they're so soft they're softer they're much softer i yeah. did a thing where i, I was showing the, the difference and it was i was actually softer I was going to actually ask about that for Chrono. I mean, how's the fit? Because I know you had some issues with fit with the clear. Um, it's been very good on the, uh, it was very good on the Stelia. Mm-hmm. It's better on the Radiance. However, I do see one problem happening is that because the pads squish quite a bit because Your of that spring touch. sort of thing. Yeah, my ears touch a little mm-hmm. bit on the driver and my ears don't particularly you know stick yeah. out. So if that's an issue for you or even down the line as these wear down and you know flatten, that could be a bit of a problem, but like just as they are right now, I'd say the fit mm-hmm. is probably the best I've had on any of them. Yeah, I had the same issue. My my ear, my, it was actually funny. My only my left ear really touched though. So, joys right. to symmetry or non symmetry. <laughs> also, they changed the headband by the way. Now now it's now yeah. split in two, where it's no mm-hmm. longer uniform at the top, and I feel like that that helps uh you know uh, distribute the weight a little better or just distribute the, the pressure at the top a, a lot better actually. Now, is it asymmetrical ears or asymmetrical pads? Because <laughs> leather does have its own, you know, unique characteristics. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. The Radiance actually, to me, is basically just the Stelia body or Stelia build, more or less, like the quality of materials, um, but with a different driver and different pads. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, the the it had... I, I completely agree with that. Like, I had... Um, I was comparing it side by side with the Allegia, thinking this is kind of just like the Allegia without the need to EQ, <laughs> right? Like this is just like the, a, like a, a bit slightly more agreeable tuned Allegia for yeah. more people. And I was thinking it's funny because to me, like I was seeing the same thing. I was thinking almost that it was like the Elysia tuned with the Stelia tuning. But then when I A-B'd with the Stelia, I was like, no, yeah, no, no. Stelia is its own unique piece. The, I actually came away with it thinking more on the lines from memory that I was thinking it was basically an Elysia tuned like an Elyre of all things, which that was, I, I thought, yeah. Not that I had an ear forever for a very long time or uh, long listening, but that was my takeaway. Yeah, uh, I, I can see where you're where, where you're coming from with that. I think it's much better than at least it's much better, much better than the Allegia. The Allegia is. Oh yeah. I think it's. I, I honestly, I think it's a weird sounding head. <laughs> well, you got to EQ it, man. Boo this man. <laughs> Boo him. <laughs> uh, um. Actually, speaking of the Empyrean, you also have that in house, right? Oh now. yeah. I, th- I mean, comparing the the elite, the sorry, the radiance with the Empyrean, What's your what's your hot take for us? Uh, if, if you had enough chance to to listen to it. Oh well, see, I think that they both sound great. Like I think the Empyrean is like this. The only way I could describe it is that it's like this really high end feeling thing. Headphone aside and audio aside, it's like this really high end feeling thing. Obviously, a lot of attention to detail and craft. It sounds. Great too, except that the technical performance isn't really there. And I'd even say that you know the radiance is l- less than half the price performs better. For example, yeah, uh, 
and and sometimes you know once you i mean once you get spoiled by like things like you know like the lcd stuff i was gonna say the odyssey stuff yeah yeah once you get (laughs) once you get spoiled by you know really resolving stuff sometimes you know when you start hearing a little bit of even the slightest bit of greener it's like ah well it kind of takes me out of the music now yeah you know um on the subject of grain actually we, we see a ton of really awesome questions in here, by the way. I'll, I'll get to those. On the subject yeah. of grain, I mean, I, I've for a long time been referring to that as like the absence of detail, but then somebody pointed out recently that like, it's not really clear what is meant when by the term grain. <laughs> and yeah, I want to get your guys' take on that. I mean, like, is it possible for something to be grainy, but still detailed? Like with IMs, I think that's sort of the case because that's yeah. the, it's sort of yeah. the transients overlapping because mm-hmm. they're so quick that's yeah, what's right. producing that green but i'm not really sure how that relates <clears throat> within the context of headphones because yeah. like you said there, there's different definitions and everybody has their own interpretation because well the reason why i bring that up is in the context of some of the focal stuff um where the clear and the elects both have a little bit of grittiness in in the trouble response as a result of the frequency response like the the peaks that exist there six and eight k and that's not something that I, I don't know if I would associate with that, so that, that with grain the same way that I'm thinking of like, you know, a, a limitation on clarity. It's more just like a, a slightly sharper sounding. Well, if it's gritty, I'd say that's FR and I wouldn't, I wouldn't personally say that's grain either. Like resolution, right. I, I think of it in terms of resolution, right? So you hear, it sort of goes back to like how clear is the image of the music? Mm-hmm. Yeah, clear, of course, folk out clear. How clear <laughs> is the image of the music? You know, like yeah. you hear somebody's vocals, it's like, do you feel like there's anything between you, any sort of filter between yeah. you and what you're hearing, right? That's that's how I see it when I when I when I say grain. Yeah, and it, so like that's kind of how I've been thinking of, about it. But then somebody recently said it in one of the comments that grain sounds like you know, like if you're looking at a, at a photo, and it, it you increase the grain. Uh, or you, you like over sharpen it or something like that you, you can see the grain a little bit more strongly there and yes that's it's an it's it, it impedes clarity in a way but i can see an analogy with the term grain and that sort of like let's say grittiness of some of the like focal treble with the with focal clear um so i can see it being a confusing term at the same time well um, i'd ask what headphone they're listening to because yeah. then fr could fr could definitely influence that i mean yeah usually, i think the aria has it too a little bit well it's because it's a brighter headphone and the thing yeah. is when you listen to a headphone that's brighter you will hear more things like pops and clicks that are inherently yeah. part of the recording but that's usually on but you, you could have a really resolving headphone that's 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 warmer and you won't hear that stuff as much does that make sense because it's just not highlighted by the FR exactly. Well, I mean, that's that's uh, the Odyssey stuff is a perfect example of this as well. Yeah. Like the um, LCD two and whatnot. Um, okay, I actually had a, I saw a question in the chat for um, Precog, uh, and the question is: Have you tried the Moondrop illumination yet? No, but you have. <laughs> I have indeed. <laughs> Deflection. It's right here. Oh my god. <laughs> that was that was clever. <laughs> um but you'll probably get to try it soon hopefully um yeah. I, I mean i legitimately was curious if you'd heard it um no 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 okay. yeah i haven't heard it uh my initial take on it is that it is fantastic but the reason why i th- wanted to throw this to you um precog is mm-hmm. it brings up in my mind it brings up the question of uh you know 
single dynamic drivers now being more viable at like really, really good ones now being more viable at more reasonable price tags, or is there still the the benefit of, are, are we there yet with single dynamic drivers or, um, you know, is hybrid still the way to go? Which way, which way do you see this going? I mean, I think you mentioned yourself that <clears throat> the, the overall detail retrieval just isn't as high with it, even though it's tuned extremely, mm-hmm. extremely well. Yeah. Um, and, until we get to that point, I think that, there will always be a sort of market for hybrids and balanced armatures still, but um, it's definitely getting up there, I think, but not, not quite yet. See, to me, the big thing with dynamic driver IEMs or just, I mean, I was going to say planers as well, but that really hasn't been figured out yet either. But with dynamic driver IEMs, there's an extra sense of like weight and physicality behind everything that just isn't there with BAs. And I mean, this is what I was kind of saying to you guys before. It's like when you hear something like the illumination that's a well-tuned dynamic driver IEM, as much as it it does, it's not on the same level as something like the you know Monarch and maybe not the Clairvoyance as far as like you know, overall resolution is concerned. That extra weight and sense of natural like physicality and realism, mm-hmm. it, it goes a long way, like to being yeah, able to being able to just enjoy, you know, the music that um it's, it's well, so, so, it, it comes down to how much you wait and how much the people designing this stuff will wait resolution as the sole aspect of what defines a headphones experience, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and and like, which qualities are you most uh, interested? There's in, so much more that goes into it beyond just resolution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And for me, I like I do get bothered by the balanced armature timbre quite a bit. So, Is it like normalize for you over time because i've noticed that it bothers me a lot when i first swap between them but then it sort of goes away the ba timbre shortly after yeah it's actually it's funny because i feel like initially i wasn't bothered by it at all because mm-hmm. i was probably so taken with resolution and detail and stuff right okay yeah and then over time i became more more accustomed to like figuring out what to listen for and i'd, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd know it and recognize it when i heard oh, it a little okay. more and now it's to the point where I can't unhear it <laughs> if, it's, if it's there even a little bit. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> so, and then not all of them are that bad, but. Yeah, there's definitely varying degrees. Yeah. I, I do think it's third harmonic distortion. That's my, that's my hunch. Mm. But, uh, I mean, that's just the consistent thing that shows up in every single measurement of a BAIM. But uh, I also don't know. It's not, it's not conclusive yet. Um, should we dive into the chat, guys? Um, some more questions. Um, I see Tyler says tuba is great with focals. Yeah, is that- the tuba is pretty fantastic with the focals. It's the Hagerman tuba. It's out of Hawaii. Um, what kind of is it? Like an OTL amp or no? It's a hybrid. Um, it kind of okay. has the same. Um, if you know the ECPT4, which is my prim- primary amp, tube amp, hybrid tube amp, uh, it yeah. has a similar. Um, topology to that i guess if you want to call it topology or whatever you want to call it mm. um it's really smooth it's really nice it's probably one of the more quiet ones uh the the t4 definitely beats it but i mean at a quarter of the price of the t4 the t- the tubas and it, and it plays really well on the low gain with uh focals in fact that i was listening with the radiance 
uh, on that. And it really, like, all the little, there's always some things, like, you know, some people like to talk, talk about EQ a little bit in there, but, like, some people like to EQ things. I like to just personally find a symmetry. And so that was a nice symmetry with the, the Focal Radiance, especially, and the Stelias even. Um, even on the, the T4, it really well, really well in low game. Um, but, yeah, it just smoothed it out a little bit, uh, made it a little bit warmer. It was really nice. Well, it was interesting you said low gain. What's the output impedance of that? Did oh, you... I'd have to not off the top of my head. I can pull it I'm up just, real quick. <laughs> I'm curious because of what I found when with the um, the Alex and how it reacted to the tube amp, the Cayenne mm -hmm. tube amp, which because of the output impedance, it changed the, the bass response like crazy. And I was wondering if that's something that happens with... Um... Uh, 5 to 35 ohm output impedance and 5 in the low and uh, 35 in the high. Okay, so the, the high would probably affect the... Because those have an impedance bump mm -hmm. around 50 hertz. Mm -hmm. and so if you went on the high, I'm on, maybe the volume is too high then at that point. But if you went on the high, it should probably impact the bass response. Mm -hmm. And I think I did do that a couple times on Like not yeah. on accident, but just, you know... And it was, it was definitely elevated, but it wasn't horrible. Uh, it had, a, it still had a nice symmetry. Yeah, it's not that the, much. Like it's only yeah. a little bit with. Uh, Made it a little more fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I did try that kind of stuff with the 110 ohm output impedance, Which and it's be. like, it's extreme. Yeah, because that's higher. That's higher <laughs> output impedance from the source than there's impedance on the headphone. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy. But yeah, um, that, it, the the only issues I, I I have, I'm gonna try and do a thing with the tuba here in a little bit. Um, I just, I have a bunch of stuff on my plate right now. Um. Needless to say, random non-audio thing, I'll be doing these. Is that keycaps? Yes, it is. And I have... Ooh. Oh, there we go. Come on. I'm going to be cool. taking these apart and putting lube and film for the first time ever on a keyboard. And then I'm going to be building a keyboard, hopefully. Wow, that's, that's hardcore. I just went with a uh, hop swap. Switches. <laughs> I mean, that's what, that's what I've always had is hot swap. But yeah. What did you end first. up? Uh, so wait, those are, are those the panda ones? No, these are the um, linear. Sraf, help me out if you're in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> but they're. Uh, um, oh, here's the here's what they sound like. They're linears. They're really quiet right. actually. Um, that's good. So with the lube and film, they should even get a little more of that kind of funky punch to them. Sound. What's the film for? Uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna lie to you. We'll find uh, out. People are like, you gotta film and switch and lube and film them. So I'll be yeah. So I figured might as well go go with and see what it's all about. But I think it helps with the sound. Is what it is. Okay. It's like a sound thing. So like they, um, yeah, it helps with the sound signature of the typing. Um, so yeah, it should be interesting. Um, so I'll be doing that. But also I have a, a, a box of IEMs that I got in from Precog that he's he's done reviewing. So I'll be uh, trying to figure out how I'm gonna schedule that. And I still have the clairvoyance I have to do. And get back to Android, um, and then I have uh, what else do I have? Oh, the Legacy Three. So Legacy Three, yeah, Legacy Five here right now, which is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that one's good. Yeah, not as good as the Monarch or the Claire, no. but <laughs> for the price, for the price. Yeah, that's fantastic. exactly. It's like two hundred and fifty or something like that. How much is the Legacy Three? That's also. That's I think it's like a hundred, under two hundred, or, or just over two hundred. But you can get the the customs on that for like under right. three hundred, I think. So it's crazy. It's a crazy for yeah. the. For the price, it's a. Sorry, that's like custom fit or custom yeah, custom in ears, like custom oh, wow. in ears, okay. like so with like the mold and the everything. mold and everything, yeah, which yeah. is bananas. Cool. Um, when you think about that, right? Like that's yeah. crazy. Uh, I'm also not the biggest IEM guy, so I always tend to like just talk about what I hear and not necessarily like go into. I always point to you or Android or Precog for reviews for that stuff. I need to, so, but yeah. uh, yeah. 
anyhow um i see a question here that you guys can uh all probably weigh in on uh except for precog <laughs> sorry <laughs> what do you guys think of folk, uh, the folk count clear are they as detailed as the hd 800 and aria uh uh no i'd say i'd say no but it's it's still <laughs> 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 um <laughs> He's, he's headbanging. He's, uh, 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 yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I, uh, great dynamics. You know, not the most open soundstage, but you know. So it, I'm gonna well, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I, I was gonna say it, it. I think it also comes down to the way you're defining detail because yeah. I guess yeah. say for individual instrument lines, when it's not busy passages and stuff like that, I do think the clear is very close to the HD800S, mm -hmm. where the HD800S wins categorically though is in soundstage, soundstage and space yeah. and all that mm -hmm. stuff so it helps with the overall picture because everything is so much easier to kind of like pinpoint and be separate from one another um, but then the other thing i was going to mention is that because the aria does a better job of i mean it has it's got the planar advantage in like busy passages and stuff like that and the depth and layering that also can be construed as detail as well so um I, yeah in my mind it really depends on how you define um detail yeah, I, I say no but i think it's mostly marginal i would look at the the other qualities of those mm -hmm. head, of those head of those three headphones to, to gauge whether it's the one for you because yeah. i mean there's dynamics man and the, yeah dynamics i mean it's a the clear is a really punchy headphone whereas yeah. you know the, the hc 100 and the mm -hmm. aria they're kind of anemic in that department so yeah, you know, there's uh, also if you prefer if you prefer a more intimate soundstage, a more forward presentation, then I think that the clear is also very mm -hmm. enjoyable. Also, yeah. it has the, probably the most fun bass response out of all of them because it's well, well extended, and because of that punch, it probably has the most satisfying bass of the three. So. And it's it's the same with the Alex. There's mm -hmm. an there's, I I mean this is why I was so surprised because <laughs> it's like yeah maybe it's not as detailed as the Kilobuck Plus stuff, but um there are all these other qualities that make it enjoyable so that it's enjoyable within that range as well um yeah, yeah I, I, I think yeah I, I agree like i think i both your comments for guys just being a troll a little bit but uh <laughs> i think that yeah, it comes down to your preference i do think that if you like a agree actually you guys already said mostly everything i was going to say anyways but yeah i agree if you like the intimate stage but more dynamics and punch the clears are definitely there uh and then if you like separation and stage and and stuff go with the uh either the ha 100 or the aria depending on your your preference between dynamic or uh planar. also yep. comfort's a factor comfort's a factor yeah clears are fantastic yeah. comfort ha 100 i still think wins the overall ha 800s is one of the most comfortable headphones i've ever mm -hmm. worn it's fantastic. yeah if you have a big head like mine, which you can't see right <laughs> on video, but it's pretty dang big, uh, you might struggle with clear comfort. Whereas, <laughs> you know, I found the the Aria to be a little bit more comfortable than the HD100S. For me personally, has been the most comfortable thing yet. Um, ZMF Verite with the suede pads and the Copilot pad is my yeah, <laughs> most is comfortable. So <laughs> I mean, Imperion is comfy as well. It's, oh yeah. yeah, that one's comfortable. Yeah. Um, uh, somebody keeps asking Sundar versus HD660S. What do we think? I think it depends, man. Like if you if you're more revision Sundar, man. Uh. But the HD, okay, let let's not say HD660S. Let's say HD600 stuff. That's HD a different question. Series. Yeah, that is. Yeah, HD600 because I I think that they don't have the base, 
they're a little bit more forward than the new Sundara. But at least the, the 600 is a little bit better extended, or just as well extended a treble, maybe a little better than the Sundara. I think that they both have similar detail on comparable hardware. And then on higher end hardware, of course, the, the 600 stuff uh, will uh, definitely come ahead. I'll be the first person to say that the 600 series, like the 300 ohm ones, scale, they'll have like, yeah, better detail than the Sundara. But, but I, I think for, for price, like if you're not considering a Fonitor X or <laughs> I don't know what else to say, <laughs> like or tube amp or something like that, if you're just considering like, you know, E30, L30 or you know, something, even a Zendak or something like that, I, I do think the Sundara is a straightforward upgrade. Like if you have an amp. Um, but at the same time, the other, the other consideration is that the soundstage on the Sundara is way better than those ones, even though it's not the most spacious but uh i'd say it's marginal the sound it is it know, is man. better but not super wide also it's a little weird because like the center image it's not super strong so like on the on the 600 on the, on the sundara on the sundara well the the the, the 600 series has the problem that it has gaps yeah. at front left and front right so yeah a three blob effect man yeah, it, it that it's funny it gets to me but it, people who are saying when you put it on tubes they're right that when you do throw like this, I have the 650 here. Um, that one on the tube amp there, it does improve the soundstage. Like that, that three blob effect is is lessened a bit. So um, there's so much between those two those two series of headphones, Sundara and 600. I, I I would have a hard time picking. I, also, the whole dynamic versus planar. Right, that's the other question. Yeah, with like separation and you know image distinctness versus natural dynamic driver decay I, <laughs> all that stuff i mean th that's the thing too is the timbre on those 600 series headphones are really good so um i don't know tyler did you want to weigh in on that <laughs> i think you're muted uh yeah i mean i don't know if it was it's I don't know, not, not particularly. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to choose one and someone's like, have a 660S, or okay, let's say a 600 series headphone, you could pick like the 600 if you wanted to, uh, or the Sundaro. And you already had an amplifier. Let's. I would, I would probably go with, that's tough, but I, I think I would probably go with the 600s to be honest. Yeah. Or, you, you know, just because I like that that sound. But I do think the Sundara would probably be a more easy listen across the board. So that's the tough part, if that makes sense. Sundara is not as peaky. Than the, yeah. As, as it's, the it's, it's that 3K peak mainly that's going to... Yeah. I, I think it's it's that's not a problem at all in the Sundara, but it's it could be an issue on the, uh, the yeah. 600 stuff. Yeah, that's, that's, that's uh, like my only qualm is I think that the Sundara would be easier to get along with across the board with more general use and then yeah also the bass makes it yeah. more flexible for more mm -hmm. modern genres and stuff exactly yeah yeah so so actually yeah i guess i'd probably go with the centaur in that case just because it would be more versatile and, and useful across the board while i save up for something better well the thing <laughs> is you could see it also has like a, a, a mic uh a, you know like a, a it's a parallel to the hc100s versus aria i'd say uh, yeah i can see it's, that it's a direct parallel you have the the mm -hmm. 600 versus the sundara you have hc100s versus aria and, yeah know, i think they're very they all have they have they each have their independent individual qualities that they'll push you into one direction or the other i think that the best thing you can do if possible is try them out and then figure out for yourself you know which one do you like best yeah 
Um, Sorry, but we can't give a definitive answer. It's just <laughs> you got to try them both. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's not everybody has the luxury of being able to do that, but um... oh, you can exploit Amazon, I think. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> You're, you're advocating that exploiting Amazon. All right, nobody um, quote me on that. I'm not a Chrono. <laughs> I'm I'm a fake. This is why I don't have a camera. Uh, thoughts on Hyphen and Nanda for 600 US dollars or look elsewhere. That's a good deal, isn't it? Like 6.99 normally. Nanda for 600. That's pretty good. That's really it's like 100 bucks off. That's probably one of the like the best under a thousand aside yeah. from the LCD too. Yeah. So uh, that's okay. Here's this is a question for you guys. And it includes precog. Best headphone or IEM, like if you could buy, just if you had like a thousand dollars, effort and disregarding amps, say you already have your amp, your DAC and stuff set up. Disregarding the LCD two, because we already know that's the best. <laughs> uh, I'm joking, of course. Uh, what else? What else do you think? I mean, not for, not for me, but what else would you can? What else do you think would be the best under a thousand dollars, right now? Starting with Tyler, for, for not Sundara and not that. Well, just whatever you could pick. Or, or how, how about we, the best? Try. Oh, go, go ahead, Chrono. Go ahead. No, you go. No, you go. Yeah, sorry. I, no, no. I was gonna answer. <laughs> but, oh, no, I was, I was gonna. Ask, should we try saying our like five favorite headphones at the moment? No restraints. Just. Oh, we can. Let's do that afterwards. Five, but... five okay, favorite afterwards. headphones. Okay, five. let's do that as well. Yeah. Okay, so under a thousand, I'd probably go just one. Yeah. Uh, but you already have an amp. I already have already an amp, have and I can only have one headphone. Probably go with the... Are we not used, right? Not used market or anything like that? Or is brand that new. Brand spanking new. Probably the Focali Lex. As much as that's controversial and all that fun stuff, and the variants <laughs> and all that jazz. I mean, that's oh, a yes. great choice, though. Yeah. Like, I think that was that would be... Just because my preferences and everything else like that, I would probably do that one. Now, the Alex over the GX, LCD GX. Yeah, just because I think that it had the GX is smoother, um, and I think actually is another one. It's like kind of like the Sandara in that sense, where it gets along with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you lose out on some of the detail stuff. And the more I'm getting into this, the more I like that detail a little bit more. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, so I think with me, like I, I would want to and have dynamics too and dynamics. Yeah, like I'd want yeah, that those. Uh, yeah, I think those really kind of sing. That's probably why I like CMF so much. You know what I mean? Is because that that it has those qualities that I, I really uh, as like. Zach says, the nodal response. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> right in the nodals. <laughs> right in the nodals. Just I right. think I I you know I okay. Listen, I'm not to sound like cheesy or anything, but you know I put on I put on the Verite clothes and I understood nodal response. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm actually I'm actually being serious though. And I talked about it on that stream uh, we had last week. Yeah. I'm being I'm being serious, and to, and I think it's partially because of the whole, you know, with certain instruments particularly, and I think coming from a, a musician background, it's just kind of like, yeah, this has that 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 nodal quality to it. I don't even know what nodal means, even in, without a headphone context. <laughs> I think it only makes sense in a headphone context. Mm-hmm. I well, I think that. Uh, Again, I think that with with the whole as as a guitarist and you know like right. certain musical experiences, you think notes and certain things. I it's it's one of those things you just if you if you get it, you get it. But it's probably your own definition of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Um, okay, uh, pre precog. Well, Ant wants me to say the Viento, but <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I, I've heard it briefly, but I couldn't really listen to it because I was 
force-fitting someone's custom. Mm. Um, I don't know. That's tough. Is, yeah, wait, like, so like, I just have to ask about that. What's yeah. that like? <laughs> if it's not, not your own ear. Not pleasant, man. Not oh, I was say, probably, it can't be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does not feel good. Like, I literally I, had to push down on it with both my hands on both sides of my head to like even sort of hear what it sounded like. And even then it was like... Mm -hmm. I could tell it wasn't the full sound signature because it right. wasn't making a full seal. But uh, yeah, that, that, that's not fun. I, th I know some people can do it, but I can't do it just because my right. ears aren't like black holes, you know? So <laughs> um, I don't know. Right now, maybe, I guess the Andro technically isn't under a thousand though. So no. And maybe just M9 then, because that's $999, I guess. Oh, okay. but, yeah. <laughs> but you also haven't heard the Claire or the Monarch. No, I haven't. I need to hear those. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I'll let, okay, yeah, I'll let, I'll let Chrono, Chrono uh, yeah. Oh, Fravor under a thousand? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, Apart the from the LCD2, because we ah, already know. Damn it. <laughs> uh, you know, I'd say uh, all, all faithful HD 600. Really? Yeah. It's Over the Amanda the... and the Alex and the oh yeah, oh yeah, interesting. Hmm. Somewhere out there, last ride, I was happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. I'll I'll get more into it once we talk top five headphones for each. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, I'd, I'd say for me, under a thousand, that isn't the LCD two. Because the reason I say that isn't the LCD two is because I'm imagining without EQ. Like, if you're not doing that, because um, that's realistically most people aren't. So, um, probably the Ananda. If I can't EQ anything, unless I'm using like a IFI source with the bass boost or something like that, um, probably the Ananda. It's it's a toss up between the Ananda and the Alex. I think. Fair enough. Um, oh, and there's also the Borealis. I forgot about that one because <laughs> I think that's also under under a thousand. Yeah, so I think the Australis uh, is even going to be under a thousand, right? The close back, I think so. Uh, maybe I'm wrong about that. It might actually be more. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful okay. looking headphone. The Australis? <laughs> no, the Borealis. <laughs> I don't mind the way it looks. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. No, no I know. It's such a it's such a pointless thing to say. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> look <at my> <laughs> um, I, I look at my headphones on a regular. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, real quick, uh, there was something for you uh, resolved, and I, I have it here as well. But uh, people were asking about the KNHA1A Mark II as for focals, um, and someone also asked about the tuba with that too, comparison wise. But uh, the KN, you've actually been really enjoying the KN with your focals on low gain. Yeah, I, think. I don't know how it would pair with the lower impedance focals though. Like mm -hmm. I don't know about the clear. It adds a little bit more. And the close backs because th this is the thing with tube amps. There's always a little, well, not always, but in many cases, there's a little bit of that sort of like uh, noise floor. Mm -hmm. 
don't know if that's been your experience, but in my yeah. experience with a lot of this stuff, depends on use the tubes tube, too. Yeah, it's yeah, like tubes, and like sometimes you can have like if you just hold your phone up to a tube amp or something like that, like you'll get the weird interference going on. It, it's, I mean, that sounds like snake oil BS, but like it's true. It, it really is true. Like you, and this, you, you, you can get alerted that you're going to get a text message before you get before, the text message. That's right. If you're yeah, listening to, yeah. and I know there's people who even like they. Uh, even like i think max settings said he he like took a piece of metal and stuck it in between mm-hmm. the tube tube he was using and and whatever else was there like mm-hmm. i think it was like a router or something like that or wireless oh, yeah. wi-fi will really and he just like put it in between he's like all right fixed <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um and i remember doing that as well like i had a light fixture that i put over top mm-hmm. of the tube the 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 um pendant when i had it here and it helped with that. yeah tubes so, are really sensitive to interference they're, they're a bit picky and finicky with mm-hmm. that kind of stuff um and the uh, cayenne is no different and so and then the other thing with it is that you, you have all these different impedance output impedance settings to me that's the most interesting part mm-hmm. because you have you can change the sound so significantly by just adjusting the output impedance of that thing um with the focal headphones because they they are so sensitive to impedance changes and uh <laughs> So, oh, oh wow it's and it's not, <laughs> it is uh 27 not a light pounds, it's a heavy unit that is like one of the heaviest amps that i've ever picked up that's that size um so they yeah it's surprising how heavy it is when it's how small it is you're like oh this is whoop <laughs> i think yeah, that's the part exactly. that's weird about it. i remember i picked it up from the office i was like this, oh this is wait this a second. is what tyler goes to the gym for he's getting ready to pick up <laughs> yeah <laughs> gotta pick up amps he's just he's yeah. just lifting amps at home he's just <laughs> yeah. not even yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, I do think it's got good synergy. I will say though, it's not like it, it doesn't have that much tube character to it. Like it has a little bit. Um, and when you use it with again, like the Focal LX, I thought was a perfect pairing. Um, and maybe the clears as well, but because it's lower impedance, I don't know about that. Um, but uh, it had enough of that just slight little bit of musicality, euphony, the 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 nonsense terms that we love to use. It had just a little bit of that, um, but it wasn't, it didn't have that much of it. And same thing, like it did smooth out some of the treble response a little bit. And, but again, not that much, um, but it did also warm it up quite a bit with um, in the lower mids. So yeah, I think it's a good synergy. And, and real quick, uh, someone asked about the Gordon's like, what I got. Yeah. So um, I actually have less noise with my, the can and the tubas and my, and my these, but when on like the bottlehead crack or like a pendant, I do remember those have more sensitivity yeah. to noise. Yeah. But the the can because it's in that cage, right. it it does have less. Um, you're not going to hear as much it, noise. So. But when you tap on the desk next to it, oh yeah, you hear the can, tubes. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get the yeah. Fun. Yeah. Um. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm reading more of the more of the comments here. What <laughs> is the uh, best under five hundred dollars? Closed back under five hundred dollars. V Moda, oh yeah, those would be good ones. Yeah, I always forget about those for some reason. I don't know. Why. Oh, we did we lose the stream? Did we lose it? No. Says... Nope. You're, we're back. We're back. Oh yeah, we did. Uh, we dropped a couple uh, frames all of a sudden randomly. I must have had a hiccup in my my service. Sorry, yeah. everyone. Are you? Yeah, it you should good? be good now. Um, maybe. K three seventy one. Whoa. Maybe. So, uh. No, it looks like we're having some weird internet issues still, maybe. Um, stream slide for me. Okay. It says excellent connection still. Okay. So. okay, maybe it was just that weird hiccup. I had a weird hiccup. I'm seeing it in my thing. It's had yeah. a hiccup. So 
Um, Yay, internet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, best under 500, in my opinion. Well, I haven't heard all of them, but um, I think the Mobius is also a strong contender because yeah. if you use the flat preset for that, it's actually really good. <laughs> um, definitely more detailed than this. But yeah, if I had to pick something under $500 for close back, either be the Mobius or this. And this is way less expensive. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's fair. I said similar, similar thoughts. A lot of people like the the teak, the the um, EMU teak. Well, technically now you can get the Allegiant under five hundred. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. In that case, them. it would be the it would be the Allegiant probably. The Allegiant, the details is way better than this. Oh, you know what? I uh, Android just mentioned the Odyssey sign with the. Uh, <laughs> I got on ears that with the, the not, skull not candy the, with the skull candy pilot pads. Yeah. Oh my god, that thing is fantastic. I gotta try that, and I, and I love the way that that looks too. By the way, oh, dude, it's, that's it's, it. Looks fantastic. It, it it's because everybody wants the LCD one close back. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the it's this a, it, community like yeah. wants the LCD one close back, but they haven't. They haven't. It's, uh, it's already been here. It's the sign. It's the sign. Yeah, <laughs> with the with, with the. Uh, Crazy pilot uh, ear yeah. pads from School Candy. The See, I would pad? do that. Yeah, the aviator, that's also, aviator ones. Thank you. That's also portable too. Very portable. Because you know, like, I mean, that's the thing is like, like with, um, I'm, I'm just thinking of like all the closebacks. I mean, I, in theory, this is portable, but I don't, I wouldn't use this portably. You know, same with, I mean, you could also use the Mobius portably because mm-hmm. it's Bluetooth and wireless, but. I don't know. Well, I have a good one actually. Now that you mentioned portable and wireless, the uh, Sennheiser Momentum Three. Oh, right. That's right. Those are beautiful too, man. I think those like that retroy kind of chic looked. I think they look. They like look fantastic. I need to. I need to try those. Those are ones that I would consider buying because, um, yeah, just for the portable, portable use case. Are they AMC as well? Yeah, they're AMC. They're wireless. Uh, and on the app, I don't know if it has an app for Android, but. I've tried it on iphone it has eq so if you don't like uh, you know the, the ultra bass shelf you can just tone it down i probably yeah, well is the bass shelf good though well it's, it's yeah uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't get in it doesn't go past like 200 hertz so it never goes into the mid that's good which which is good it's just that it's really it's really it's really basic it's super <laughs> sub bassy yeah like yeah. that though i remember I trying know. that at the Sennheiser store Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. it's really yeah it's really a basic but it, but it's really good and with the with the with the eq on the app you can just down shelf it well, it's not a specific, but it sounds like it just down shelves it yeah. straight down. So, yeah, I, I like more bass on the go. I don't know. Yeah, that's true, huh? Because those are the frequencies that you you hear better, mm-hmm. especially when it's louder, I guess. So yeah, it's yeah. a fair better. point. Better to walk around with bassy boys than it is to. <laughs> I'm a I'm a, yeah I'm a portable bass head. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean now, like with these illuminations. They're not basic. Go treble rebel at home. Treble rebel. No man, I'm a neutral head. Neutral head. Ew. This goes back to the question of do do people actually want their stuff to be neutral or do they want? Somebody asked like, what? How do we define neutral neutral earlier? That there hasn't been. It hasn't been defined. No. But see, that's the thing. People and I have a hunch about this, and this is where I think Sean Olive is wrong. And I also think, well, okay, I, I can get into it, but I think you can ask, there's a difference between asking people what they want, what they prefer and what they think is neutral. Mm-hmm. But we don't have a concept. We don't know yet what the answer to that is, but I'd be curious what, what the result would be if they did a study like that. That'd be cool. 
Yeah. Cause like, cause like everybody you talk to about this and you ask it, like they all have a, a sense or a notion of what they think neutral is. Right. Even if they don't, mm-hmm. if they are like, no, nah, I don't want neutral. I want it to be V shaped or I want it to be whatever they, they know that that's not technically correct. <laughs> yeah. Right. So they have a, there, there is a, a difference, I think, in the minds of the masses. Uh, well, maybe not the masses, but like in the minds of people who are interested in sound quality. There, oh, I definitely think there's that too. That that'd be yeah. really interesting because what because they, they think that they know what it is, and then to have it, yeah, right. Even if they're wrong, right? Yeah. Have, uh, getting an understanding of what people's what people's expectation for neutral is expectations I think versus reality or versus what. Yeah. Uh, versus the versus preference. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, well somebody did ask, I think, earlier in chat, like, how what do we consider to be like? What do we see as as neutral? You guys having that's a good question. That? Let's let's go with that. Um, Chrono, while you start us off. What I asked you if you guys had a answer for that, and then you turn it on to me immediately. Okay. Well, I like I'll say okay. So we just here, describe here, the curve. going back to the preference thing first. Um, Describe the curve. Actually, let me go pull out a piece of paper and I'll draw it out and I'll upload it so you can share. No, just kidding. Actually, no, this, I, I, don't, I, I, don't, like, I don't. I don't have a graph, by the way, guys. I don't have a measurement rig. I need so you what to I do is me. I listen to a headphone and I draw it out by hand and I think I estimate. No, just kidding. <laughs> that's, that's not how it goes. I, of course, I'm obviously kidding. Please do not take that seriously. I but, need uh, uh, logarithmic intervals for <laughs> for uh, overall no, no, SPL. No, no. <laughs> um. How do I describe? It? Well, I consider the 600 and HC 100 to be neutral, and for me, it kind of is like I'll throw on very simple instrumental music, and I'll be like, based on my, you know, what I, you know, what I think instruments should sound like. It's like on, or as well as some of my musical experiences and passive music. I'll be like, if an instrument sounds as it, I, I would expect it to that's neutral to me, <laughs> which yeah. is, it's, I, that's not a very scientific way of putting it, but sometimes like, I'll just throw on some um, classical guitar songs mm-hmm. and, then I'll, and I'll hear it. And then I'll walk over to the other side of the room and play the same thing on a classical guitar and do like, did it sound similar tonally, all the harmonics and stuff. And I was like, yeah, so the, okay, that's neutral. <laughs> it's, but it's, it's a strange that... way of doing it. Doesn't that also depend on the room and the the acoustics of the room if, if for the live instrument? Yeah. A bit. Uh, yes, except that when you're playing, you're right next to it, mm-hmm. so you're the closest to the sound hole. So it's similar right, to a, being right. Right, but that it. also is different from being in front of the sound hole. You're, Tell me well, more that, about you're, the you're, sound you're, hole. Yeah, you're you're assuming that you're hearing a lot of the room tone instead of being a recording that's directly yeah. at the sound hole. Yeah, keep saying I'm just thinking of just keep like what, well, <laughs> when you hear like timbral shifts as a result of like room acoustics, if you're in an audience, and that makes it sometimes where I I try and do that exact experiment or think about that experiment, and it does change my. It makes it so that when I listen to stuff on let's say not all that well tuned headphones, if it's if it is just a acoustic uh, instruments that are being played back, um, that's it's not actually that bad it's really just when you hear for me at least when i hear vocals that i go that's wrong <laughs> that's not how voices sound <laughs> well there's well there's that one too but i, I think no. for me primarily i te- i test first like guitars because yeah. it's i test guitars first because it's the one thing i'm, I'm like really familiar yeah. with right so for me it's like well if they sound this way then i would expect them to and, yeah uh, i think i'm kind of like that with pianos yeah i like pianos a lot yeah um 
Tyler, what's your version of uh, neutral? Uh, so like I, I was actually someone talked about a little bit, but it's funny. It's like it's also your experience, right? And Connor mentioned a little bit too with like what your experience is with things. So if someone's only ever heard they mentioned the ATA or the yeah M40X, like that's all they've ever heard. That's their neutral kind of thing. Um, is interesting to me because that's actually somewhat accurate. But my neutral would be similar to what Chronos is. Is that is it something that re- does it sound like what I remember hearing that similar acoustics or similar stuff in real life times, real life times, real real in real time when I was at like a live venue or something like that. And that's mm. would be my neutral as well. But I can also because I've heard a lot of headphones and stuff like that. I would also, I was actually going to say it, but someone had mentioned it in the um, the live chat too, but the SR1A is something I would also consider to be pretty neutral um, in that realm too, uh, as far as like just straight, like almost not even neutral, but more like that flat, I guess, sound, like not really given too much, ex- other than in a little bit, it's a little bit more, not even really treble highs, but it's, I don't know, that would be one of the ones I would think of. Well, it probably th- depends on the flat uh, position. Yeah, it also depends on the flat <laughs> position, but yeah, like something that just kind of like conveys things without having any, or not having too much heat or too much warmth or too much lows, like just something that's kind of more just... Well, are you describing like equal loudness? Yeah, like equal, yeah, so even like the, yeah, exactly, like equal loudness, like nothing that really kind of nothing's taking a forefront as far as the lows, mids, or highs. It's all just kind of like everything's presented generally not mm-hmm. flat but you know what i'm saying like it's that easy to listen to where there's not really nothing standing out like even the utopia i'd almost say is kind of that way to some yeah level. actually utopia is really yeah. definitely that way and it's it's almost and that's why i always call it the boring headphone because it doesn't have any because <laughs> it, it is yeah it, i get what you're saying <laughs> it's, it's not that it's a bad headphone i'm just saying it's because it's it doesn't have any standout things but yeah, yeah so something like that would be yeah. It's, it's probably a very linear headphone, yeah. kind of like the kind of like the HD HD 100 is. Mm-hmm. It's a linear headphone, depending like on the compensation. Even... Yeah, yeah. Well, assuming that <laughs> assuming that we're going with the the, the Harman style stuff, and I mean it's general. I mean those kind of tunings are generally agreed to be neutral. That's I think that's a safe thing to say. A lot of people do think they are. That's mm-hmm. that's um... that's yeah. I don't think it's criminal to say that. Yeah, this. Nope. I mean it's it's. But just... this is as as Kryn was saying, like just because something is like you know referenced in academic papers that doesn't mean that it's actually yeah true it just means that's what people have that's what the research has showed for preference and that's different too that's why he's got a no, different yeah that's, that's why i never say that oh yeah it's a perfectly neutral headphone yeah. i just say well i i personally think these are neutral and it seems like there's there's a lot of people who seem to think that way yeah um precog what's your take on neutral and iems <laughs> yeah you know it's pretty similar honestly i just sort of harking back to what I sort of remember from live events and stuff like that. And mm. um, there are references to like the Edemotic ER4XR that I try and um, sort of think relative to when I'm comp- making comparisons. But yeah, other than that, it's just sort of a mixture of everything you guys have been talking about, I think. Um, yeah. What do you think of Crin's um, IEF uh, target for, for IEMs? Uh, I actually haven't looked at it. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think um, it's that's what the Dawn is supposed to be tuned to, right? Well, I think he changed it recently. Maybe I'm wrong about oh, that. Oh, did he? Okay. I, I believe there was he made a slight change there. Okay. Um But uh, yeah, I think I think the Dawn is supposed to be um, tuned to something like that. Actually, a lot of the Moondrop stuff's tuned kind of like that, with more emphasis in the upper mids. Mm-hmm. Like Blessing Two is pretty close to that. I think, I think. it's on his website, isn't it? On his yeah, it is. Board. I think he's got it there. Um, yeah. 
Of course, it, you ha when you're looking at that, you have to take into consideration the coupler resonance yeah, at like yeah. 8K. But if you, it's it's just like seeing the dip at 9K for over your headphones on a gross rig. You got to mm, know yeah. that that's supposed to be there. Um, yeah, uh, for me, neutral is um, kind of along the lines of equal loudness, <clears throat> but I think uh, it's 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 funny because if you think if you look at what the I, I said this in a previous video, but like if you look at what the gain factors are for like an anatomical ear, like what what the actual amplification is, it's way higher than the Harman target. Here comes the pin gain. again. Here comes yeah. The again. Well, just all the yeah, right. <laughs> It's actually not the pin again at all. I'm just messing of, with you. I know it's it's the uh, it's yeah it's all the different ear resonances um, combined. It's actually quite a bit higher, and the problem is that when you if if you were to match that with something maybe even say like a diffuse field target which is like somewhat reflective, it's even it's even more like normal sounding than a, a free field tuning. Imagine like a Grado for example, right? There are people who think that the Grado headphones are neutral, but I think the problem with that is that you inevitably uh, have to factor the room in at some point, because if you are just listening to something in real life, you would probably be in a room somewhere, right? Unless you're outside, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> um, but I do think it, you, th there's probably a need for some sort of base elevation, um, not unlike what's going on with the Harman target. Um, now I, I do also think the 2018 target is like it, it borders on base head levels, like for the for the base shelf. Well, the thing is, it end, it 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 did end up being a preference curve, not a exactly neutral. Well, or that's natural. why that's why I think it's it would be interesting to ask the well, question, you know, and and where would base levels be? Even if even if the rest of it, like the ear gain and all the rest of that stuff, all the rest of the amplification features are. Um, if they're the same as what the 2018 target suggests, which is probably also a little bit on the safe side. I think, and this is again where I'm going to agree with Chrono, I think headphones like the Aria and HD100S, those are probably pretty close to neutral um, in my mind. But the question of, because they are a little bit brighter than the Harman target, and it, it's it's that thing where like if you had really well recorded music, it would sound amazing on them, but you can't rely on all music being well recorded. So you end up going with something a little bit on more safe to this again goes to the preference curve and why the preference curve is so important as well. Um, but well, the thing is that you have different different because of the way different instruments and, and vocals interact, you'll find different ways of, of the way how engineers will actually bring certain instruments forwards. Like for example, yeah. you won't be able to like you'll make a headphone be quote unquote neutral, right? But you won't be able to account for a mix that's really dark. So they use treble to to boost yeah. vocals, which would sound unnatural, regardless of what headphone you're going to listen to, unless your headphones EQ'd for that song. Specifically for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the other thing I want to mention is that the there's a lot of debate about the contour for the lower mids and the bass. Um, and whether or not, so when I say contour, I mean it, the dip that's between like 200 and 300, well, 200 hertz all the way up to 900 hertz, essentially. There's like, sort of like a slope there. Um, in the in the Harman target, and the question is, is that appropriate? Is that how? Is that normal? And Crin's answer to this is no, <laughs> uh, because that does. This goes back to what Tyler was saying. It, it doesn't give you equal loudness, and you lose a lot of the body. And I and I think he's probably right about that. Um, but I I do think there's an added benefit to clarity overall. So 
to me, neutral would be something similar to the IEF target there for over your headphones. Again, going back to what Tyler was saying, equal loudness, something like that. Mm -hmm. That's probably what I was probably like how I would answer the question if somebody were to ask me what I thought neutral was. But I, I do also think it depends on the person's like um, uh, perspective on is, is neutral equal loudness or is it optimal clarity because then if it's optimal clarity you have way higher ear gain something closer to the high five man aria or hd 100s mm -hmm. um would be more appropriate for that i think oh but, the yeah. hd 100s is actually not as forward not in, as forward as the aria yeah yeah no exactly. not actually nowhere near I, th I think it's actually just under the Harmon target actually it's just that it's mm -hmm. peaky yeah, right? That's right. That's in that right. Yeah. in that transition between the mids and the highs, yeah. there's a peak there at 5.5k, which makes it, I think, come across as Sennheiser 5.5k. Name a more mm -hmm. iconic duo. <laughs> uh, Actually, one, one thing that I was looking at is that the other day, because I was trying to figure this out for, for my Verite clothes, I, I told you about you know, the 5.5k thing. I was like, yeah. One thing I realized is that on, 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 on almost every single EQ profile I've made, I pulled down 5.5k or 6k. It's a, it's just, apparently it's a very common thing. Apparently, I don't think it would be as much of a problem if. No, the... I'm sensitive to that region. I'll admit, but right, but but even even for you, because I I imagine that if the balance, because again, if you think about the aria, that's also kind of boosted in that whole that whole range is a little boosted. Yeah, but it works because of where the energy is for the rest of the treble. Yeah, because it, it's more uniformly elevated. Exactly, exactly. Whereas so you're not getting weird imbalances with fundamental and harmonic. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's why I say like overall level for just the, the elevation that happens there in the first place, that probably, it doesn't matter as much as long as the, like if it doesn't matter if it's over, if it's, if it's north of the Harmon target there, as long as the balance is intact for fundamental and harmonic. Yeah, because like you have something like the Aria where it's really even. It's, yeah. I mean, it is brighter than Harmon. It is brighter than the HD100s. But yeah. if you listen to them side by side, the Aria will be will be a little smoother. And that's what I mentioned in the video because it it just it has a slightly more even distribution, whereas the HD100s does have a slight peakiness to it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so we've talked that subject to death. Uh, <laughs> speaking of 5.5k uh, chrono. Have you tried any of the other pads on the Veritate clothes? Oh, yes, but I'm not going to spoil anything. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, yeah, I, I did. Uh, but uh, I suppose I could say that. Yeah, I tried one pad that is, that is I think, that Which... is completely... I mean, they're all so different, and they all have their own qualities that I, that I really like. It's just that for some of them, <laughs> yeah, there you have the, the sheet, the pad sheet. It's actually the pad that I use that, that you know, that I actually, you know, found to be the smoothest on the VC is not on the pad sheet. <laughs> oh, is it a special one? No, hybrid, it's, right? it's just not, it's just not, it's just not one of the recommended ones for the oh, VC. Okay. Oh, interesting. I already told Tyler which one it is, but I'm not going to say it. I know which one it is too. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause yeah. It's... <laughs> but I, I won't spoil it for you, but like yeah, how, how many, say. like, have you tried like three pads, four pads? Like what's I've tried six pads, six pads. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I've tried the, uh, Otor lambskin, which I'm wearing right now, the Otor hybrids, the universe hybrids, the BE2, the mystery pad and the Verite pad. <laughs> well, isn't there like a process of elimination where you can figure out which one that is? Oh, there's, they have too many. They have <laughs> oh, okay. too many. Plus I, 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 I haven't specified the, I didn't, it would, they would have to also find out the skin material as well. Mm. Cause it does change the sound. Yeah. Yeah. 
So someone asked a question about sweet and what does that mean for a headphone? And, uh, and I actually would say it's interchangeable for me. Sweet would be also interchangeable with smooth. When I say smooth, that's what a lot of people would say sweet is for in from my perspective. We're going to have a similar conversation to when we talked about soul. What is that? Yeah. Soul? No, but, uh, no, but that, yeah, what, what do you, what do you see guys? What is you guys a sweet? I, I have one, but like you guys go first. Well, I, I just wanted to mention that often it's used in contrast with mm-hmm. uh, dry and analytic, mm-hmm. right? That's mm-hmm. kind of on, on the one hand. And then people talk about like wet and sweet. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, Aornik used to talk about this all the time. He's now <laughs> Acorn Audio. And he used to use these terms all the time. And I remember being like, what does that even mean? So juicy. It's so juicy. You have no idea. Yeah. It's wet. But, uh, but I slaps. Think, I think it I, slaps. It's so good. I, I, I think I have a sense. Um, I you know how okay corona you and i were talking about this like a long time ago where we're talking about how like people sometimes talk about planars as having an unnatural timbre we actually think that many of the odysseys and also the rad zero have better timbre than many other dynamic driver headphones timbre um and i think it might be somewhat related like to me it's i would i would almost say those ones are on the sweet side for for timbre um what uh does that Uh-oh. track at all with you or <laughs> uh i'd say the uh, you know i used to own an lcd2 and i'd say that's one of the most nat after eq after eq for me is one of the most natural sounding headphones that i've listened to just uh yeah i, I it, it didn't have that distinct planar high five man edge to it when in the, like the transients now, or something i, I don't know I, how to explain. i think and this is just pure speculation but it could be related to a slightly more present decay um yep and i and whereas the high five man stuff is like dead <laughs> yeah that's the thing that's and it was really a that's mm. that's another reason why i, I think i mentioned this but it's another reason why i went with the hd 100 s because like because a lot i listen to a lot of rock music yeah. which is not always recorded well and to just have that stop that immediate stop and and, and end to certain thing or end and start to certain things was just a little could sound a little off for me personally i like when people describe that with like dax and amps too like my my the, that's gooey dripping with wet honey <laughs> sweetness <laughs> of my Oh well, the, the people say that the, the HD650 is gooey and warm. Yeah. So, so, but that going back to that term of of sweet, I do think it would have if it's not some some reference to like decay, mm-hmm. which to bad. me was most right. no- would be to thing. me it was most noticeable in like the ZMF stuff, like the mm-hmm. Otour actually it was particularly was really good. Uh, it had a little bit of that extra sense of decay, which was fantastic, um, and it had that musicality to it. Um, uh, I miss that headphone; it's wonderful. Uh, but um, if it's not that, it might also be it, there might also be association with um, lower mid range energy. Mm-hmm. I was actually going to say upper mid range energy. Or yes, yeah, sorry, sorry, just from, balance with lower mid range. Because for me, when you when you see like this, well, like you usually do on the ZMF stuff, mm-hmm. that sort of that slight just uh, smoothed out a little cooler, you know, three point five to like five k. It makes for it, things have like a sort of mellowish, sweet sound. I would say that vocals come through with a little more mellowness. Uh, part of like where when drums hit, that's one of part of their fundamentals are actually in that region. So they'll come. No, no but that with, but that's like withdrawn. So so it's an emphasis for the primary mids and lower mids over the upper mids, right? 
Well, you can see it that way as well. Yeah. But then the tra- it would also emphasize the trouble technically. Yes, exactly. Because it because it'd be a dip, a dip following a you know regular quote unquote, unquote regular shelf. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah, and this kind of goes back to it being the opposite of that analytic kind of sound, like you might get with Hyphen Aria again. <laughs> yeah, or or, or HC hundred. Uh, you know, Sundara I'd say is more. Sundara, yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And like, even if you look at all those high five men ones, they all have a unique characteristic in common, which is the dip at around 2K or like 1.5, somewhere, somewhere around there. Um, so that, and and when you fill that in, it it does bring a lot of it back, I think. So something in the mid range, at least is kind of where, I, where I'm landing. I think, I think it has to do with the upper mid range. Those, those more, to, uh, some of those first, like those harmonics there. Something, yeah, I, I could see that. With that. Yeah. I could see mm-hmm. that. Uh, sweet sounds like a strange way to say warm slash dark. Uh, so See, I think warm and dark are different, different things, things too. too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's um, why I was saying sweet to me is like equal to me saying I usually say smooth instead of sweet. But that's yeah, right. Um, they also talk about there's a bunch of terms people keep asking about, like <laughs> the sexualization of of their dax. Sorry, with this the wets, lovely. wets oh, yes. and the all that other fun stuff dripping. They, they love um, they love that. Yeah. Of their DAX. DAX and amps, yeah. Like, well, even so, I had it in my R2R Are we R2 measuring DAX sizes now? Yeah. My R2R is bigger than your R2R. Um, <laughs> but, uh doesn't matter. Yeah, tube size doesn't matter. Um, but I think that's something to think. I think it's because people relate things also to their experiences, and so I think p- people love food, and they love to describe food, and I think that's how it's that's how that's kind of coming over. Yep. So as I was saying before, <laughs> you know, like I gotta there's... start describing things in terms of oh yes, this is really saltier. Oh, this, you know, <laughs> this is like a... a little more mayo or cheese. Mickey I've D's happy meal. <laughs> as, I've described the Imperian as soupy. As soupy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah. yeah. It's like split pea soup, or are we go in with like Congealed. minestrone. Uh, oh, so like okay, okay. So more of like a, a cheese broccoli broccoli uh, oh, yeah. cheddar soup. Yeah, so, yeah. Free exactly. How do you like your headphone sauce? <laughs> Um, wouldn't know yet. I wouldn't, yeah, you see, we're getting we're getting <laughs> see, in there. We're we're see, like, get that, in there. That's that's the thing with with uh, we have to use metaphors, right, mm-hmm. and analogies. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, this is like yeah. you just. I was, I was having this conversation before on Twitter, but like, as much as data is fun and interesting, like, I don't know how to convey what that means without using metaphors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, without some sort of an analogy, which gets annoying for people who don't like audiophile terms. But if you can. I don't know, explain kind of like that experience. It, it helps. There's also a point at which it goes too far. Oh, like, totally. Yeah. In like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's the point at which I, I, I kind of like. When you, when you start moment, describing but... Dax as wooden. I yeah, saw yeah, that yeah, yeah. Or or long like, ago. I was like, like uh, well, well, there was one that I heard and I thought it was fantastic. The, 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 sub, the sub base was like a ninja. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> one, that, one, that, that review. Oh, my God. That one cracked me up so good. Where did you find this? Crim, he made a video about it. Like, yeah. oh, was it the, about... the 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 fine wine uh, wafting thing? I don't know, but it was like the opener of it started out with "I have always admired ninjas." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that his, one, that's his uh, review of a review. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Wonderful. Oh, that's my favorite audio video of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would do more stuff like that. Yeah, I know. I wish Crim would make more videos. They're should, really we funny. Should have him on uh, on the stream again soon. Yeah. Um, would Empyrean would be some sort of very smooth old people soup? <laughs> soup oh, I, I hear, for I mean, old people or made of old people? Ooh. 
Wait, where does the okay? Can I? Can I? Okay, I've, I've, I now so I now. Soylent Green the, is people. The I was chance just to that. listen to the Imperium. So may I ask where the soupy thing comes from? Can I get some more context? Oh, I can. I can help with that. That's the yeah. that's the upper mid range to lower mid range bloat. That actually does show up on the measurements, it's really bloated? strongly. Oh yeah. Uh, the bloated lower mid range, right? Bloated. Sorry, upper yeah, upper is base, it? upper base to lower. Because what I heard, I, what I heard was the upper base being a little. Yes. Yes. Okay. Not, so sorry, did I say upper mids? mids? No, not yeah, upper, upper mids. Mid, no, lower like, mids. Okay. Lower mids. That's an upper base. I, oh I can... yeah, it's a little, it's a little uh, woolly, I'd say. Woolly. That's the. That's another way of putting it. Yeah, woolly. That's probably a better description than soupy. Uh, I can give you an exact. You can also say warm. I mean, it, it is technically warm. It is warm, yeah. So between 100 and uh, 250 hertz, there is a emphasis, uh -huh. um, significant emphasis. And this is this goes back to the whole point about what makes good bass good bass. And I think it's a shelf that comes down early enough. Raise the sub bass as much as you want. Go full monarch. As long, I think as long as you come down Monarchs before 200 hertz, you're good. Yeah, I agree. As long as you come down before 200 hertz, like, base like, level like, doesn't uh, matter. Like, uh, like, like the what I call I talked about earlier, the momentum, which has a huge base shelf, but it comes down right before the mids hit. Yeah, that's, it doesn't that's great. blow like vocals and. I like that. I'm, I'm into it. I, I want one. <laughs> Man, if you look at the appearance frequency response too, though, it's it's actually shocking how good it is for the rest of it well, uh... that's what that's what i'm saying like i i think that it's a, it's a good listening experience yeah. it's just that the performance is appalling yeah yeah, yeah. i'm sorry to say that's not for a, the not for the not for the price that that's a spoiler for a, a review that's a month out yeah uh someone says uh Crin's gonna post an ama video soon that's exciting um if you have any questions for him you can ask in the ama channel uh... okay in his <laughs> server What's the, uh, so someone asked another question. You can only keep one type of amp in DAC forever, regardless of models and price. Which one would you keep by and why? Type, type of DAC. So not like. Talking uh, R2R, um, the uh, AKMs, the Verb Rounds, the ESS, I'm yeah. assuming. Non-oversampling or Delta Sigma. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Delta Sigma, yeah, Delta Sigma or the, yeah. Brain, no worky. Um, my answer would probably be a ESS DAC without the IMD hump, <laughs> which happens to be what's in the Matrix Xavier Pro, which is my favorite DAC right now. Um, I um, I like AKM. Uh, yeah, AKM is the most normal, I think. <laughs> Sorry, my. Something's going crazy. I think I have people at my house that I wasn't expecting. <laughs> uh, sorry, random. Uh, so somebody asked earlier about uh, our top headphones of 2020. Do you guys want to do the, the top five oh, personal yeah. picks, regardless of price range? Sure. Who's, who wants to start? 2020, though, has to be this year. No, there's not enough. There's yeah, not yeah, like I can't, I, I can't think of any headphone that I tried this year that's around 2020 and that I love. Okay, so top five picks now, just of all headphones. Like, are, is there a price headphones, limit, top or five. is it just no? Top five that you're like, if if you if you were to <laughs> you know put out your own money, this is what you would buy. Precog top five headphones that you would buy. <laughs> that you would, would buy. Buy and be happy with. And be happy with headphones. There you go. 
Okay, headphones or items? <laughs> yes. Any, Are you guys any. Just yes. Throw me under the bus here. Yes. Well, we're all going. You're just the first one under. You get the first wheel. Also, because you have only IEMs. <laughs> okay, wait. So I'm talking about IEMs, right? You can do whatever you want. I was just yeah, whatever. Okay. Whatever you want. Okay, because okay, I, I literally know no headphones. Um, okay. Well, okay. First is U12T, of course. Then there's Neo. Then there's I would say Z1R, but I can't fit it, so that doesn't count. Um, what else? Um, Android 2020. I like Android 2020 a lot. Uh, That's three. Wow, I really don't like a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hate to say it, but I really don't like a lot of stuff. At least not enough that I would consider them in my top five. Odin is good. Odin is good. I throw that in there. Um, Broken finger. And it's too bad you haven't heard the monarch yet, because that probably yeah. No, I, I really want to hear the monarch. Um, oh Does boy. it have to be stuff you've heard? No, I guess. Because... Yeah, because well, I guess like, yeah. Because yeah. then you're just you just love, you love them and you buy them and you would buy. Them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll just leave it at that, I guess. <laughs> I don't like a lot of no, stuff. No, what about ER, the Atomotic? Oh, yeah, yeah. ER2XR is good. I didn't like ER4XR, but ER2XR oh, is very good. Okay. Um, yeah. Did you try ER4XR? Uh, chat is yelling Viento. Yeah, I tried the 4XR. Viento. Oh, it says Viento. Viento, Viento. <laughs> what about the, the QQDC Anole VX and stuff like I that? I did not like the Anole VX. The, uh, the way it's it's got the BA tamper thing going on, and then mm -hmm. it's trans, transients are just very, very sharp. I don't know how else to explain it, but it's just sort of unpleasant. And I think the treble has something of a, hmm. um, it's got like, I don't know if it has a peak specifically, but there's something about, about it that throws me off. Um, but yeah. Right. And it, it's sort of the same principle with the ER4XR, which is tuned almost exactly like the ER2XR without the bass shelf, but it's the sort of intangibles like it's via timbre the staging it just isn't the same to me right. as the er2xr but yeah right uh tyler the same wavelength <laughs> Let's see here top five that i'd buy myself i would go verte closed uh not in necessarily any particular order. Um, probably the Aeolus, ZMF Aeolus, um, ZMF Autour, oh, uh, HD800 or HD800S, HD800 with SDR mod. Um, and then for the final one, I'd probably go with either the Focal Stelia um, or I'd even go with that Radiance, to be honest. Not the SR1A? Yeah, that one's... Because I think for those, I almost consider those a, a speaker system. Right, okay. So, like, to me, like, I would almost... Yeah, like, it's... Because I think the HD800 kind of fulfills that niche for my, my listening preference for the SR1A. But I do think the SR1A definitively beats a lot of those as far as that signature. Really detailed. Yeah. Um, But it's... Yeah, it's definitely... It's, it's a... Why am I... Blanking on the words I'm trying to, uh, but it's a divisive head uh, headphones. Your near field polarizing? speaker polarizing. Yeah, so I mean it's yeah. one of those things where it you need to really kind of play with it to really figure out if you like it or not. But uh, yeah, but for as far as like just solid, I know that I would like these and I would I would want them in my stable and I probably will eventually have all of them in my stable. Is were those so? 
Right. Um, and so <laughs> last Rhino says HT 600. The 800 for me beats the 600, uh, Rhino. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> uh, Chrono. Um, all right. Again, for me, no particular order. Just like uh, Tyler, it's, it's just that these are the headphones that I think if you ask me which ones I think I pers- I which ones I personally think are the best, these are the ones that I would personally buy right now if I could. They are uh, HD 600. I absolutely love it. For me, it's like that's, I don't know, it's, it's what's that series is what's got what got mm. me into, into this whole thing and also its lineage and just how uh, well starting with the hd 5x 580 or precision that yet or was it the precision yeah that kind of you know really changed the headphone market so the 600 it's you know the sound i guess for me i really love it mm-hmm. um then the hd 800 i think it's just outstanding it's an experience to listen the first time i listen mm-hmm. to it, i think is an experience for anybody even if you're not super impressed with the whole neutral uh agreed to be neutral sort of tonality right i think that's an experience very close it has to, it's just it's it's my favorite it's my it's i can't stop listening to it. it's my favorite mm-hmm. at the moment yeah, and can't. uh i've had mine for L- a long time and i still can't stop listening to it yeah <laughs> lcd2 i think it's just a great value it sounds great yeah. A little. If if it wasn't because of the comfort, I'd say it's one of the you know the best headphones out there. Yeah. For me personally, it's just it's just a really great sounding headphone after EQ. I mean, maybe you don't warm, maybe you don't mind the really warm tonality that comes with, but after EQ, I think it really shines. And then last one, uh, I think the Radiance really solid close. Really. Down. Yeah. In the I, top I love, five. Yeah, I yeah, really Radiance love. Really I really cool. love the Radiance. It's just over the Stellia. Over the Stellia, I like it more than the. Stelia. Yeah, I mean, it's really look. The performance is no, it's not not as good. Stelia. Yeah, yeah, it's not as near to Stellia, but it's just this very enjoyable headphone. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wish it was part of the regular Focal lineup because I just think it's a great closeback. Yeah, I agree. So th- those those are my my top five. Well, like my top three would be for closebacks. Was it got that the Radiance sub kind of changed that up a lot? So it'd be like the these the Stellia and then the Radiance would be my top three. Uh, Closebacks. All right. Now on to you, Andrew. Uh, Shangri-La Senior. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Stuff. Stuff that I would potentially buy. Okay. Uh, Remember, this is stuff that you would buy and, and love. Yeah. <laughs> number one is Hi-Fi Mensa Spara. This is in order, by the way. Hi-Fi Mensa Spara is number one. Number two is tough, but it's either the Stax SR007 Mark 2.9 or the um or the uh, uh focal utopium uh but so pick whichever order for those two for two and three uh number four probably the verite although if it were me today i would be buying a verite close just for the close back advantage um and then number five probably Probably, oh man, that's tough. Um, I mean, the LCD two. Can I just say like either an LCD? Because I, yeah, I I'd probably that. go I with an too. LCD X rather. Because like LCD X is more detailed than the LCD two. I would say LCD four, but it's just so heavy that I can't like. 
I can't wear it for very long, and it really weighs down my neck. No, I'm no, I'm gonna. Where, where do where does the where does the LCD XC fit in? That? I was just waiting for the XC. That's the other one. So XC or LCD X, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe LCD XC is the last one. The other thing is like the final D8000 Pro would be up there in the like three slot, but the but again, it's the comfort, right? That's so so. Yeah, if I if it were my own money to spend on this stuff, it would probably be the LCD two, be over or either the two or the X over the XC because of the weight, and then I would just EQ it. But um, yeah, the XC I think is uh, yeah, given what it is, right? That landscape of if you know close if it's a close back, yeah, it would be the XC in that in that range. Well, there you have it. If you, there you go. You're wondering what our favorite headphones wear. <laughs> that what? that would do it. Yep. Guys, uh, we have to cut the stream short because uh, I think Tyler has to run. Yeah, to get going. Um, but uh, that's uh, it was nice to chat with everybody, and thanks to mm-hmm. everyone for your guys' questions. It always helps us uh, have something to talk about. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it could, yeah, good way to interact with the community and get get a good lot of chats yeah. going and get some good good conversations. So we really yeah. appreciate always. everybody showing up, and you guys make it more fun. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. Alrighty. Well, thanks to everyone for tuning in, and we'll see.